So welcome, Sarah. Thank you. It's just lovely to sit with you and um, ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. That's okay. We've already gone for a, a, a little practice time, haven't we? Yes. So I'm really nervous, though. I've got sweaty palms. <laughs> <laughs> so, Majestic. How majestic is your name, O oh Lord? Is a theme of the evening. So, how does your faith relate to those words? So, I think that majestic isn't really enough, I feel like. Um, yeah, majestic isn't really enough to kind of describe what what my relationship with God is and how I feel about faith. Yeah. Do you want to explain a bit more about that? Yes, yeah, so um, I guess that the, pro- the problem with humanity is that we um, use our own language to explain something that can't be explained in our own language. So I think that majesty often is related to the human constructs of um, of monarchy and therefore it doesn't really it doesn't really get there does that make sense it's kind of like it's not even halfway there it just kind of goes oh flat on its face when you're trying to talk about how um, amazing and wonderful <coughs> God is there just there isn't there isn't language for that does so that we're having this chat about this yeah and <laughs> so how do you think God relates in your idea to the world so because we're looking at Psalm 8 today which I know people have got um, in front of them um, it, I guess what speaks to me in that psalm is um, about stewardship and um, unveiling the kingdom for want of a better word so let's look at stewardship first of all because yeah. it's certainly a word that we're looking at at the moment mm-hmm. isn't it in the mission area and the benefits mm-hmm. so can you unpack that a little bit for us and what it means to you so I think one of the things I said to you is that um, I really struggle with like church jargon um, because I don't think it's always very helpful. It's, it's helpful when you're talking, talking to people um, or in a work context where everyone understands what you're saying. Um, but when you're talking to people that are not even necessarily outside of that loop, but you know, not right in, the, right in the middle of talking on a daily basis about it. My husband gets so frustrated with me, even when I say, oh, bless you for doing that. He's like, can't you just say thanks? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I've, I think that you get into a way of speaking and actually what does that mean? And so trying to explain to people that stewardship is, is about, you know, looking after the world that we live in, um, looking after creation, um, but that means each other, not just, you know, the, the plants and the trees and the animals, but um, actually our responsibilities to each other as well. Oh, thank you for explaining that so well. <laughs> so you've been with us for a year now mm-hmm, in the benefits. Yeah. So what's been the highlights you'd so, like to share with us? So I think um, it's been, do you know, I've, I've learned a lot having been here and um, I was at men's group on Monday and um, a couple of people came up to me afterwards and said, oh, I can see how much you've developed, even because I went in on November, December time. So that's not, that's like what, eight months and people have said oh you know you've really come along in the way you present yourself um and I think I would agree with that I feel a lot more confident um speaking in public knowing that the worst that will happen is that someone doesn't really like it rather than like you feel like someone's going to attack you because you've said something wrong and you're like oh no um so I feel much better doing that um but I think it would be silly not to say that the pilgrimage has been a huge highlight and I said at men's group and I said to you as well I don't think I realized um what that would mean to me as a leader um, as well as as a Christian until we'd completed it and and kind of look back in hindsight so it, it was a lot of work so you're it's a it was an admin like an administrative 
work, work, work towards it. And, and we didn't, or I didn't really know what, where, where it was going. And I know Malcolm's very passionate about it. And I was like, well, he knows what he's doing. So this is going to be something. But what it was, I didn't know at the time. And what was a special highlight for you about the pilgrimage? So just being with the kids and um, just watching them develop in their own confidence because we gave them the opportunity to, to do some of the map reading and to, to lead us. Um, but also in their faith. And I did have one young person mention that, that they might like to be confirmed. And that oh, was yeah, pretty special. Yes. And hopefully that's something that we can work on in the next couple of years. Mm, that's lovely. That's really, really helpful. Yeah. Really helpful for us to know that. So as a CMIS student, mm-hmm. you keep on saying CMIS, can you unpack that for us, for anyone else that might be interested mm-hmm. or wondering what it's all about? So CMIS stands for Church of England Ministry Experience Scheme. Um, which is a bit of a mouthful. Um, so I understand when the um, kind of coordinator came a few weeks ago, it has been changed to just Ministry Experience Scheme, which I think is a bit of a shame, actually, because I quite like the Church of England bit. Um, that's quite important to me. Um, but the scheme itself is designed for anyone 18 to 30. And, um, yeah, just to kind of give you an opportunity to explore what ministry could look like. Um, They say it's not specifically for people looking at ordained ministry, that there are other ministries that you can explore, but I think that it has come out of a place of there are young people looking to explore um, ordained ministry. So as a student, um, you said about the highlights, Mm -hmm. uh, I've also asked you, was there any difficult times from this last year that really questioned your faith and questioned your calling? Yeah, so I, I, I've been very open with everybody and, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying, but my husband's found this very difficult um, because he doesn't have faith. And so when I say I'm, I'm not going to be in on Sunday and I'm not going to be in three nights this week, he sees that as a choice um, that I've made to not be with him, um, which is obviously not the case. And I keep repeating to him, I was like, yeah, but if I wasn't doing this for work, I'd still be doing it anyway. And you know I'd still be doing it anyway. Um, but I think he's just found that a bit of a challenge. But I think, I think one of the frustrating things is I'm now coming to the kind of end of my time and we're starting to kind of get there and starting to understand how, it's, how it can work. Um, and because it's a 10-month scheme and not an 18-month scheme, it's, it always takes time in any new job, doesn't it? To, like to question, are you married? Yeah. Aren't you? Was it September or August? Yeah. 29th of September. Yeah, so it's quite a thing, wasn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get married and then start get married, new job. New job in the church. <laughs> yeah, completely different. I, I was in sales before, so, yeah, very different. So you were in sales before. Mm-hmm. So um, would you say your confidence has grown? Yes. this last year? I, thought, I always thought I was quite a confident person, and I think I come across quite confident, um, but I have definitely got a lot of self-doubt. And I think that ministry, um, or... or the, the perception of ministry doesn't help that. I think that, you know, we're only celebrating the 25th anniversary of the ordination of women, which seems kind of archaic when you think about it. Um, but even in my own family, you know, my mum was a physio and she was a senior physio um, in the London Clinic for a long time. Um, but even she, who would, you know, probably say, you know, women can do anything, ministry is one of those things that you kind of go, oh, but not that. Do you know what I mean? That's still a man thing. And I think that it's still in a bit of a... Um, I think there's still a difficulty for some people. And my grandmother same, said the same, um, but she's also 93, so I give her, I give her a break on that. 
Well, God blesses all ministries, and we're all growing into that, aren't we, really? I can say that as a, a female priest. But um, the lack of confidence, if I say lack of confidence, mm-hmm. now you've, you have two brothers. I do have two brothers, yes. Do you want to say a little bit about them? So my brothers are twins. Um, they're two years younger than me. And they just, I mean, one of them is very, very academic. So I, was, I always felt like I was just a bit not good enough. Um, both my brothers... So one of my brothers hasn't had to try, or it feels like he hasn't had to try, he has worked very hard, but he kind of, you know, did really well at A-level and he got a first in his degree and then he went and did a master's and now he's a chartered surveyor and he's looking to go into politics and he's kind of had one of those, just, he's just been lucky, <laughs> so lucky, but he's had one of those sorts of, he's done one thing and then it's gone on to the next thing. And my other brother, um, less academic, but again, very confident, um, did a master's in, in human geography, um, and international relations, or some, I'm not really 100% sure. And he's starting his own business, um, and you know, they're 26. So I do have those moments of going, well, I did sales for a bit, and that wasn't really working, so I'll try this and see how that happens. Um, and I think that's quite intimidating, really. Um, right, but your confidence has grown, you've acknowledged yeah. that, haven't you? Yeah. And what are the things that you've actually done here? in Frimside that have really been a blessing to you and it's really built up that confidence. Mm-hmm. So when I came, I, um, I was kind of like, I don't, <laughs> please close your ears, young people. Um, I was like, I don't like children. <laughs> I don't like kids. Um, and Malcolm was very keen for me to work with the children and, and do assemblies, which I was really nervous and apprehensive about in the first place. Um, and I remember the first assembly I did, I was kind of like a nervous wreck and I was trembling and probably said some things that are heretical and were not correct. Um, but I was just intimidated by, you know, 300 children. I was like, ah, what are you going to do? But actually, um, I then did some mentoring in the school and um, I, I feel I've got really good relationships with them. And I feel really lucky that Malcolm gave me that opportunity, but also that the head gave me that opportunity. Because he could have come around and said, actually, you have no experience working with kids, and we don't really think that you're suitable to come in. But they, the opportunities have been amazing, really, in that sense. Yes, and actually experiencing new things, isn't it? You can actually see where your yeah. gift in is. We don't know unless you try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. So that's been really encouraging. So is there anything else you want to share about that? Um, experience here as a senior student. Um, I feel like there's probably lots I want to share. Is there anything that we talked about that you think that would be good to talk about a bit more? Well, you said just now about unveiling the kingdom. Mm. Well, I think that was quite a significant sentence. Really. I did steal well, it. You stole it. <laughs> I stole it. From <laughs> Where did you steal it from? <laughs> oh, well, that's what, is it, what does it mean to you? Uh, so I think that um, I think the reason I like the term is because. We talk a lot about building the kingdom in the church, um, by which I mean kind of um, having having that Christian life on earth. But I think the reality is is that um, God's already done that, and I see God in so many different things and in so many different parts of my life, um, and I, and that's something that's come through working in a in a church environment where there is. Um, you know more logistic stuff. So when you go to church on a Sunday, that's how you're spiritually fed. But when you're um, organising that on a Sunday it, it's different isn't it so you end up having to find it in different places um, and I found it with meeting some people on the bus I found it in the kids when you know on Thursday night uh, sorry uh, Wednesday night of the pilgrimage the day before we finished they wanted to go and play I mean that's amazing I was exhausted um, but yeah I 
I think that we need to let God do God stuff because actually he doesn't, doesn't need us. Um, but what we can do is be um, open and um, that's why I get frustrated with Christian jargon because we can just talk very normally and authentically without um, throwing in words. And that comes from all sorts, not just Christianity, but you know, don't have to. I think that's we're in season actually and being in the kingdom because I think that's what we're, our attentions are. Um, through guidance of God of actually working our community isn't it so people will want to know where do you go from here even though you may not know yes so as I said I I come from a sales background and it was um, a big decision to move from there to here well it wasn't a big decision it was an easy decision but it was a big change Mm. Um, and I feel really lucky and um, blessed to have been able to do this for the last 10 months and Whatever I do next, and there, there are a couple of well, there's a thing on the horizon which I won't mention because it's not been finalised. But I, I want to continue um, working for the kingdom and, and working for the church because I, you know, like I said about the Seamies thing, I love the Church of England. I think it's a shame they've tro- dropped Church of England because actually the church is really diverse, and Church of England or not Church of England we're all one church so yes, it's yes. really exciting to be part of a body that is so is so diverse um and there's so much going on and i hope that whatever happens in the next you know six months six years 60 years that i'll continue doing something um ministry is in an ordained sense is not something on the cards right now but it might be in 10 years time um but yeah just trying to be calm and relaxed and know that it will all be alright in the end, God's got it sorted I just, he'll unveil it to me and I'll unveil it to other people (laughs) (laughs) and of course other people have said to you it's not the main thing, it's not about the ordination it's about actually serving people Mm. and serving God isn't it, and build up people's lives in um, a spiritual sense really, and they're loved by God, and which is back to the theme, how majestic is like God's name so thank you so much Sarah it's been a privilege to have known you this year <laughs> gonna, I'm going to really miss you and well we all will actually but we bless you and Richard as well and pray that um, all will be well which it will be I believe but we, we don't know the future do we no but we pray that you will be in God's care whatever you choose to do We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And don't forget, you can get in contact with us on Facebook and on Twitter. And we'll also find us on Instagram. Oh, yes, Instagram, yes. And on our website, which is yateparish.org. Don't forget, this is an interactive show, so we really value your comments. So put your comments on SoundCloud or any other platform that you're listening to, and we'll get back to you. And we look forward to joining you next time. Thank you.